Check, check, check. One, two, one to the two, one to the two, 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 two. Hey, right. Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by your business name right here. Seriously, it could all be yours. And now, we kick it. Are you a Street Fighter guy or a Mortal Kombat guy? More Mortal Kombat. It was a little bit more violent. It was too Asian for me. Does that make sense? You mean as far as like the sound effects and everything else? Yeah, and uh, at least you had like Team USA with Guile and... Was it Ken? Yeah, Ken. Ken and Guile. You had some representatives, but so much of Mortal Kombat was about the gore. Because you could get it at oh, the, the fatalities arcade. fatalities and yeah. everything else. Yeah, you could true. rip somebody's head off and the spinal cord would come with it and you just felt like a... A young badass at that moment. Yeah, I was able to fatality you. That was a great insult. Then they moved on to like friendship. I'm trying to remember what else there was. There was friendship. There was... Maybe that was all. What there is now, if you ever play Fortnite, you can take somebody out and then... Teabag them? Well, that's... Wasn't that a Call of Duty thing? That's more of a Call of Duty thing where they will bend down on your head and and give you that teabag. But now... It turns into like doing little dances or making it seem like it's no big deal that you were able to take somebody out. And it does frustrate me a little bit. It all, someone, it all depends. It all depends on, on if I felt like I had a pretty good battle with you. Then respect the game and let it go. But isn't it like trash talking in Madden? Because there's those people that love to trash talk in Madden. It's the same thing, but instead of trash talking, I'm going to dance over your dead corpse. I told you the story from... Three or four months ago, and I, I do so little. I don't talk to anybody when I play Madden. And oh. some, some people say, like, you did hey, to me. Hey, bro, how you doing? Well, that's different. We're in the same room. Oh, okay. You're not a stranger at that point. But if somebody says, hey, what's up? I will say who I am and, hey, I'm from Atlanta. Where are you from? Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, let's play. Oh, hey, that's a good play. That's civil to me. It's when guys will start spouting off immediately. And I remember one game, I let a guy just talk and talk and talk and talk. I never said a word. I just, you know, eyed my vodka Sprite and thought about, hey, after this thing, I got to get a W. Let's get a cigar in this bad boy. And as I took him out, as I'm finishing him off with like the last run. Finish him. Turn the microphone on and immediately give him the, oh, how'd how'd this work out for you? See, don't do that. Did you you enjoy the lesson I just gave you? The complete ass beating you just took at the hands of... Atlas Radio, because that, that's the, the PS4 handle for like me. Like, if you're going to trash talk, either do it from the beginning or don't do it at all. No, no, no. I want to be the guy who I am stoic. You're not stoic. getting me out of my game. And then I'm going to turn from, like, the Sphinx into the biggest trash talker in the last... Think If it's a minute and 30 left and you're out of timeouts... You're just kneeling the ball. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force you to quit on the game because I'm just going to keep talking. I'm going to tell you about how, did you see, see that lesson I gave you? Did you see how quickly I figured out what you were doing? You're Urban Meyer in 2008. You're calling timeouts even though the game's over. Pretty much. I just need time. So this is chapter four of the Audio Fun Bag podcast. How do Lose we start? We've, we've been going for a bit. Oh, okay. I've got my timer going, which isn't really indicative of how long we go for because yeah, we why just kind of wing have it. That? I don't know. You're trying to keep these things to an acceptable level. <sighs> But thank you. The listenership has been really good. We start. We're starting Podcast Park, which is going to be another deal that we have over here at Dicky Broadcasting. Is that a cool name or kind of a douchey name? I kind of like it. Okay, reminds me of like Roller Coaster Tycoon. 
Podcast yeah. Park. Podcast Park. But right now we're destroying everyone. There's going to be some new stuff that's going to be out. Like I'm. Can we think- talk about it? Domino's podcast, I think, is going to be cool. Hardball? Once. Is he sticking with hardball? Yeah, still okay. hardball. So if you grew up listening to Budweiser's hardball, there's your little plug you get, Budweiser, even though you don't spend any money with me. As I drink a Miller. As you drink a Miller. What's up? I prefer Miller Lite right now. Um, yeah, Domino has all of his old interviews from doing that show from nearly 20 years ago, and it's just cool. I, I've already listened to one of them. I don't know if it's out there publicly yet, so I'm not going to tell you where to go find it, but it's, it's Was actually Was it Don really Larson cool. from last week? No, no. Okay. This, in this case, this is another Hall of Famer who is actually alive, still with us. Okay. And it's actually neat to hear some of the old jingles that appeared on 790 on Budweiser's Hardball. Between that, between Matt's podcast, Welcome to Matt Atlanta, you've got over there. So he's interviewing all the Atlanta kind of celebrities and getting their backstory. Doing a big Atlanta angle on everything with those guys. Chuck is going to be doing his kind of intro into the podcast world. I'm so curious because he wants to learn how. Keep in mind, Chuck does not know how to turn on and off his microphone from anything other than the studio. Like, if we told you, turn it on over in the control room, he'd have no idea. He knows the easy part of doing a podcast, and the more difficult part, but also the easy part, talking into a microphone. And he's very good at that. That part he has down, absolutely. Now, (laughs) you've got to actually, unless you're going to have staff, like, you and I don't have staff. If we had staff... There's so many more things that we could do with this Audio Fun Bag podcast. But since we don't, it's just you and I. We're alone in a studio. As soon as we're done, we begin editing, and then we do the upload. And every now and then, i got to beep you because you got a filthy potty mouth. You're born of a sailor. And that I know how to do, and we don't have anybody else to do it. It would be nice if we just took care of our business and then walked out the door. But that's not the way it's going to work for you and I. The Chuck Oliver way. The Chuck way. So is this really going to be on baseball cards? Yep. That's the plan. Good for him. It's his passion. It is his passion. He loves it. It is everybody. I always tell our interns, we have some high school interns in right now and really good kids, all from Westminster. I tell them to be dynamic. Have some interest outside of sports. If you are way too entirely into sports where every conversation you want to have is about sports, there's only so much uh, flexibility your show is going to have. And it, there, there's only so many things you can do. Like I, I love the fact that the Chuck and Turnoff audience allows us to jump off the sports page at times because we have topics where we can make it interesting. Chuck bringing up the Christmas is better without kids. Most of us don't agree with it, but he had funny points. It's it's the dynamic that brings us all together, but it's also the dynamic that brings all you and your boys most likely together is sports, but it's not all you talk about. Like If we no. sit on the golf course and play 18... You and I will talk sports maybe two holes out of 18 holes. Yeah. And the rest of it is just shooting it and talking everything else. I everything saw this documentary. We've got to do this around the house. Um, hey, we're thinking about this kind of school. Your nanny's going to figure out what little you're paying her and going to quit on you. God, I'm so worried about this. That is a bad scenario for you, man. She's going to get around other nannies. And they're going to find out how much y'all are shortchanging. So that, the that. nannies are going on a nanny vacation this weekend. And it's like four other nannies from the neighborhood. Yeah. And I'm so worried they're going to gossip. What time do you go home? How much do you get paid? Oh, my God. They actually give insurance to you? I don't get insurance. They pay you under the table? You're not being taxed? Blah, blah, blah. I'm so nervous about what's going to come out of this. Y'all are going to end up having to have a conversation that starts with, all right, how much more are we having to pay you? We have the perfect scenario right now. 
Because she doesn't know any better. That's terrible. And we're taking advantage of her. No, that's the American way. Terrible. Again, you, you get what you ask for. And in this case, that was what she wanted. And I, when I had a full-time nanny care, because my wife travels all over the world, and there's no way. Like, Think about this. You had an au pair. We're going to get home from this probably right around 8-something, 9 o'clock. There's no daycare no. that's going to have your kid to 8-something or 9 o'clock. And so that's where it was necessary for us. But whenever you would kind of intimate what y'all were paying your nanny I was like oh man y'all have like sweatshop rates yeah like outside of taking care of your kid she should be like building nikes in a in a in some sort of assembly line where she gets hit with reeds if she doesn't you know get the laces right well on top of it like she folds and duds the laundry she cleans the house she does dinner she does the dishes i'm like yeah you're not really a nanny you're more like a maid but this is pretty cool that's kind of wrong can we get into the news of the day the one sportsy thing that I knew we wanted to get into? Yeah, I don't want to. So we waited to do this podcast until we found out about Jake Fromm. Because we didn't want to do the, uh, let's talk about Jake Fromm, and is he going to or is he not? And it posts on Thursday, and it already happened on Wednesday. We just didn't want to have that scenario go on. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. This is part of what's going to happen when you are swimming in these waters. I talk about how when you're recruiting in, in these depths of waters that – you have problems that other teams don't. You don't have to worry about, such as when we're talking about the Baylor game. Baylor doesn't worry about which players right now are going to focus on the NFL draft rather than the Sugar Bowl. You do. Baylor doesn't worry about how this five-star quarterback is going to push this five-star quarterback out of the program. You do. This is rich people problems, and you've got them. And that, that is how it's going to be. And I get that. And let, let's go back to the year, I guess, the national championship year, which we're Two years removed from that today, second yes. to 26. You had Sony and you had Nick both leave. And it didn't feel like end-of-the-world scenario to me. And maybe it's because you had DeAndre Swift back there, you had Holyfield back there. This one feels different, and I don't know why. And maybe it's because I don't believe it's Carson Beck, the, the freshman that's already on campus now. I don't think it's Dewan Mathis because, God, we haven't seen a single thing from him, and he took the medical red shirt. Outside of a spring game, that's it. Or it's a grad transfer. It's someone else. It's someone else. It's someone I haven't seen. It's the unknown. And that's that's the nervousness to me. At least I knew Swift. At least I knew Holyfield. I don't know what it is because it sure as hell isn't Stetson Bennett. So that's that's the worrisome part for me. And I feel torn as a Georgia fan even talking about the future. Like, am I supposed to let the body rest for a little bit? Like, am I supposed to look back and kind of think about what Jake did and appreciate everything he did? Or am I already supposed to be thinking about... 2020, 2021, 22. Because I got a little reminiscent. Like when it finally came out, I was like, damn. Baton Rouge, Atlanta multiple times, Pasadena, South Bend, Notre Jacksonville. Dame. Yeah. 33 and 3 in the regular season over the last three years. What else do you want? And yeah, I get it. You want them to knock the ball away on second 26 and finish off that football game. But from everything you could ask a quarterback to give you... I know, I know. Even this year. Even this year, the down year, he gave you everything he had. Whether it was the talent around him out on the outside, or or the years that he had the talent outside. He made the best out of every situation possible. At the end of the day, he gave you the W. It wasn't always pretty, but he gave you the W. Now, here's where I point out the advantage to this. When you're a program such as, let's say, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma has all of the offensive gifts possible. They get to actually talk about, well, we got three straight transfer quarterbacks and all three were Heisman finalists and two were Heisman winners. Now you have to plug in somebody who's capable of that standard because their offense is driven by the quarterback. When you're not, you're not having 
to think about I need Superman style of play. LSU is going to come back to the pack next year because they don't have the best player in the country, but they're going to ask somebody to emulate that style when you don't have to play at that particular level if you can be the guy who is 60% passer, takes care of the football, you're always going to have a chance to win every Saturday. And I get that. The one part I'm having a difficult issue getting over, because you mentioned Oklahoma, or you want to go to Ohio State when they basically rotated in three quarterbacks in a national championship year. I'm having trouble getting past the nostalgia of Jake Fromm. And, and that's just me. The, the, the run that we had the last three years, that's what I'm having a difficult time getting over. Because that, that era, and it may have been the best era in Georgia football, at least in my lifetime, that's done. And, and you're not supposed to hold on to things like that. And it's sports, especially in college. It's supposed to be a three-year and you're done. You're going to the pros. It's really hard for me to let go of that right now. Like I, <laughs> Are you tearing up? Sappy, cliche, whatever. You, got, you need that, a tissue. That Pasadena, that, that trip, dude. Like, it was great. So good. It was, it was so much better than great. Like, like I never want to go back there because that's one of the most special moments of my life. This is going to sound crappy and... and Terrible and birth of your son, Hoyt, and all that. Yes, birth of my son's up there, both of them, and and wedding, both of them. That time in Pasadena, that time in South Bend, like just being with you or my friends or my family or my wife, that'll always be tied to him, man. And like, yeah, yeah I am getting sappy right now, but that that's was, what sports are about. That's what college football is about. Like, there's only one team at the end of the year that wins a national championship. I haven't been that. I know Florida fans, Clemson fans, since 1980. I get it. It's so much more. What he brought me these last three years, it was so much more. I went to Atlanta three straight times. Like, he lost to one SEC East team. I went to Jacksonville three straight times. Never lost down there. So can you now say it then? Do you now realize, now that you've had a little bit of time the rest of the afternoon, to be like, it's a pretty damn good dog. I just had to get... that's, That's pretty good. I just had to get that off, man. Like, like... It's such a good run. It's an, it's an it's an incredible run, and and it, you got he grabbed you by the by the shirt and just said, "Come along with me." And and it started from the very first game where Eason got injured, and all the things that you and I just kind of followed that team along, and all the stuff we got to watch, and it was incredibly cool from that standpoint. I I hope, like I said, I hope he tests really well. I hope he gets a chance as a as a top. 60 pick and then let's see where it goes and you you'll always look back and say that's the guy who did this stuff for me when when I watch Matthew Stafford throwing the ball over oh, you know, Detroit doesn't mean anything. it doesn't mean anything no. it doesn't have that same feel uh, that's that's where it's different the the amount of this guy did this and this is what it mattered to me and at this point in my life you're always going to think about those kind of cool things you remember that scene when Kirby grabbed after the national championship game Kirby grabbed Nick and Sony yeah and he, and he just put his arms just around him, him and we don't know what he was saying to him and everything else I guess that's where we are now with Jake, and and that's it, it's a it's a sucky way to be. It's a tough time to go through, and and you don't know what comes down the line. I knew what I was getting out of Jake every single year, year in year out. Whether it was the bad year, the down year this year, the inconsistencies, the the under fifty percent passing, I knew what I was getting out of the team every single time. And so it's it's uncertain as hell, and you may be a 10, 11, 12. Things may get better. But there was a certainty about Fromm, man, that I, I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss going in knowing I was the favorite that day and I was going to win. I was going to come with a W no matter what. All right, coming up after this uh, classic audio fun bag moment, we will say goodbye to somebody else who's had a profound impact uh, on our radio show and uh, my radio career in particular. That and got also, deep, didn't it? And also, 
you have a couple stats that we need to review. We'll get into that next in the audio fun bag. I'm a bitch. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Brian Hoyt and Carlos Medina. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. Now, I am glad for this. You know, whenever you've got buddies, one of your buddies makes fun of the other buddy and it's mean and it, you feel oh, bad, oh. but it's really funny and so you've got to play it. Yeah, you feel bad. Yeah. So this was a genius line delivered by one Brian Finneran yesterday in reference to Chuck. It was completely awesome. We have to play it. Yeah, unless they're going to give me a lot of free meals. But I can get those in Atlanta. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hooked up Chuck Oliver. You see him come in the room the other day? He was so happy, yes. Because I, I, I got him a table. Yeah. He calls up. They gave him a 545 and a 10 o'clock, right? Yeah. They said, we can get you a 545 and 10 Dan, o'clock. Dan, he said, you know I'm Here, Tay, I'll take both. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, wow. Wow. That's good I'll timing. I'm hungry. <laughs> get in my belly. Round two. All right, welcome back. Audio fun bag. Nope, hang on. <coughs> now Chap- we're good. Chapter four. You got yourself a monster. Got yourself a little extra treat in there. You're in good shape then. Everything's good. See? Now we're back. No, we're- I'm not. Yeah, we- everything's fine now. Still thinking about that front thing. Well, I'm just going to say, you had you had a moment, little buddy. It definitely happened. Uh, coming up at the back end of the show, we did something that is... Uh, that's where I got to keep this segment short because we have a compilation that we have to play for you guys we decided, and this is going to air a little bit later on this week on the fan, but for you guys out there, you get it early. Uh, sneak peek. Sneak peek of audio. You ever done a sneak peek show? Like a peep show? No. I don't understand haven't. the idea behind it. No, it doesn't seem like it'd be something to be like really. You just sit in a wow, room and do your awesome. thing and watch somebody behind a wall? Yeah, or, not, I don't know. Not, really, not really my deal. Two people. That's different. Yeah, completely different in this case. Everything's better with, with two. But <laughs> we put a compilation together. From, I think it goes from August, maybe even a little bit earlier, of every single digital Chuck running through the end of the year until yesterday. It is incredible madness. It's intense. I will say that. I got to listen. It's intense. So we will get a chance to air that for you as we will end the show with that. But I wanted to say, for for those people out there that are fans of how we kind of go about radio... And how the Chuck and Chernoff show comes together in the way that Hoyt and I look to put things together. Yeah, this segment is not going to be for you. Yeah, although, actually, here's the here's the thing about it. There is a man in Dallas, Dallas-Fort Worth, named Mike Reiner, who retired from the ticket this week. The and, old gray wolf. The old gray wolf. And if you're not familiar, this is where I want to say about how incredibly important this was. There used to be a time where all of Sports Talk Radio sounded like New York Radio. It was... Here's the the yacker guy. Here's what Mike Francesa, all the stuff we make fun of. Two guys yell at one another. One guy yells at callers, and it's one call after another, and there's nothing topically. It's just Mike and Yonkers, hey, the Mets suck. Yeah, you're right, the Mets suck. Let's go to to Phil in you know, New Jersey. Yeah, hey, the Yankees suck. Yeah, I agree, they suck. That used to be what Sports Talk Radio was for a long time. It's first take, basically, with phone callers. It's yell at each other, be angry, someone's got to be good cop, someone's got to be bad cop, and then we'll take calls. Well, Mike Reiner had an idea. Let's start a Sports Talk Radio station in Dallas that's about something different. And if you've never heard of anything that's related to the ticket... That's where I started as an intern before moving to Atlanta, and so many of the the opportunities that I got were based off of, okay, whatever that magic is they have over there, bring it over to our radio station, and it was about creativity, and when you listen to their stuff, 
yeah, they have the regular sports segments like like they do, but they jump off the page and, and talk about documentaries and talk about a bunch of other things. It, it was the real version of guy talk created in sports talk radio all out of that station. And he was the founder and the guy who really had the vision for it. And so when you get a kick out of the audio fun bag, when we play that, when we do a guy talk segment and, and we're crapping on something, when we get a chance to jump off the sports page and something you're laughing about that we put together, know that that all goes back to that man and his 35, 40 years in Dallas radio and what he cultivated for the rest of Sports Talk Radio that now you can have this sort of stuff. You, you've never even listened to the station other than in replays, and you've become a fan of it. I never listened. I've still to this day never heard them do an actual sports segment because everything I go back and listen to are comedic bits that they do and everything else, and it's a different way to look at radio. It's, it's the way I like to look at radio. It's entertaining. Like, Chuck always says we're supposed to inform and come to conclusions and give opinions and come to conclusions. I've sat in traffic before, man. I just want to be entertained. Entertain me Crack one me way up. or the other. T- take my brain somewhere else. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting, stuck. I'm sitting in traffic for 40, 45 minutes. Take me somewhere else on my journey. And that that's when you listen to that station, it's dynamic radio. It's it's fascinating. And I've never up until the Super Bowl this year, I had never met these people. And they felt like a part of my family to me. Well, I, I brought you over to and introduce you because I still knew the guys. We actually had taken care of a couple dudes as far as going to the the Georgia Tech North Carolina game that was going on that that particular week. We told them to go to the Claremont Lounge. Told them to go to the Claremont, and 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 so we were kind of the unofficial. I, I'd, I'd done one of their shows a few weeks before, and we talked about, hey, we'll see you in Atlanta, and we'll do this. And so it was kind of funny. You never fanboy ever. Like I, I've seen you be around people, and it's just, hey, I'm Hoyt, whatever. You were fanboying and asking guys about, like, so what do you do this? Oh, I heard that bit. It was really funny. And from that standpoint, I realized, okay, you're a very creative, funny radio guy, but you were also around other guys that you respected, and that's that's where you could you could see Hoyt light up. Well, you get sucked in. like, And that's the cool thing about radio is, like, I grew up on sports talk radio, and I grew up in San Francisco KNBR, and their way of doing radio was very Northeast-like, and that's fine. Everybody's different. But there's a family to it. You you grow up knowing these people like they are a family member to you, even though you've never met them. And so the moment I get to meet these guys from the ticket, and the old Gray Wolf was not there that day, but the moment you get to meet these guys, you almost go into a fanboy mentality of, I know all this about you and blah, blah, blah. Like, I see people come up to Buck and Kincaid, been listening to you for 20 years and everything else, and I think a lot of our personalities, unfortunately, that are on the air right now, have kind of lost touch with that, how, how touching... How emotional, how, how the, the kind of interaction and relationship you have with a listener. But I think that happens more so when you open up a lot more of your life. And and that's that's the deal that was so different about what Mike Reiner and, and those guys were doing versus what you were getting in a lot of places around the country. Well, because you, that, that was the big factor. When, when 9-11 happened, we stayed on the air in Dallas. We didn't go to news because it was the idea that... These guys you're you're regularly listening to are going to tell you what they're seeing on the television, and we're all going to get through this together. When you heard Mike and the Mad Dog talk, they just talked sports. You didn't get to really know their family. You didn't get to know anything about them. They were just people that talked sports, and good for them. They knew their sports or whatever. You develop a relationship with people when they open up, though, and that's something that the ticket did. That's something that Mike himself did when you would listen to him. You you knew everything. I didn't know he had a smoking hot daughter. Learned that later. <laughs> but we but we learned that it was all right to do that kind of radio. That it could work somewhere else. It's supposed to. That's what radio is. Like I remember specifically. This is just me. Chad Scott was our producer. This is before you came over, right? And it was rinse and repeat, and rinse and repeat, and rinse and repeat, and. 
All right, Monday. Let's come back with a Falcons highlight followed by music. And that's just, all right, cookie cutter. We'll just do the whatever. And I love Chad Scott. I'm not bashing on him in any way. Chad is a total pro, man. Chad taught me more about this industry than I've ever known. But that's the way Chad was taught to do things at ESPN. That's the way you do things. And one day he came in and he goes, let's come up with another Falcons clip. And I go, I got something different that I worked on. Can we try it? We played it. It worked. And he looked at me. He goes, from here on out, you have creative control. Do what you want. And it stuck with me, the one thing he said. He goes, you're going to strike out a hell of a lot. I'm going to tell you that right now. You're going to strike out a hell of a lot. No one's going to remember your strikeouts. Keep doing what you're doing. And I'm one of those people that I hate to fail. I hate to fail. And my failure holds me back. When you hear drops, when you hear everything else, when you hear ideas, we have creativity. That all started somewhere. Like, you and I are creative people. But these guys were doing it 20 years before anybody else was. They they cultivated an area where it was okay for programming directors to say, oh, yeah, you can do it that way because they're doing it that way on the hard line in Dallas, and it works. And so I joked around about it. Atlanta didn't have drops until I got here. Like, nobody was playing drops. That was something that was so foreign. I remember the first time I asked my programming director for, what if we added a touchscreen so that we could fire drops off earlier, and it was... Well, why would you need to do that? Well, now when when people always come in here and do this do the station tour, they always ask you and I the same question. So how does he know when to play those drops? <laughs> it's like because he's because Hoyt is intuitive about this thing. We we kind of have an idea as to what direction it's going to go, and so you start thinking about it ahead of time. And and that's that was made all okay by the Hardline in Dallas. So stay hard, Mike Reiner, as you now head off into retirement. He's he's going to be turning seventy here very soon, and and at that point. Uh, that's all the social security and all the money he stowed away. And so he's got that, that, that awesome career of you contributed. You were a huge factor for a lot of people around the country. And that includes with me as well. All right. So let's finish off this segment. I'm going to say that you got this from a, a website called P hub. Um, cause last time when we ever mentioned something along these lines, we yep, got a sl- pornographic website, we yes. got a slap on the wrist, but what they did this time around is they do a year-end review of what has been searched off their site and who looks at the most amount of, we'll call it adult entertainment. Look at me. We're calling it adult entertainment. Are you sure? Listen, I'm just trying to keep from having to edit this thing in the middle of the night from management. So kind of go through some of the highlights with me because as soon as you brought it up, I was immediately interested in, in what we're looking at and for how long we're doing it. Well, this website, obviously, you know, at the end of the year, you want to take inventory of everything, whether it's accounting and your software and everything else. You want to take inventory of what people are interested in so you can change it for the new year. Right. So this website, P-Hub, came out with their study from 2019. P-Hub, that's what we're going with? P-Hub. P-Hub, all right. Tell me what interests you the most. <laughs> um, Top, what are we calling them, adult film stars? Ad- adult entertainment stars. Adult. All right, we have the top entertainment star searched okay. in 2019. Time spent on the site All right. based off of each state, gender demographics, age demographics. I'm interested in time and who is being searched because some of this is going to point out how old that we're getting. Because you remember back in the day, like there was, and, and when I was in college, Everything was Jenna Jameson, and now she does all of the documentaries about what that lifestyle was like and how I got into this, and now I make this money, and I produce this sort of stuff. She is now you know, 45, 50 years old. It's, it's a different world. 
So I've got the male, the most male stars search, and the most female stars. Do, which, do you mean female? Because male stars, there's a reason why they're not paid that much and they're not that important. Well, some of them are, actually. Okay, well. They're very well endowed. Well, of course. That's why they're an adult entertainment star. Do you think that's why? Because I, if I'm watching that, by the way, I don't want to be blown away by something. I want to be like, hey... I could be one of those adult entertainment stars as well. Yes, but there are there are There's something there are to women, the guy next door as well. There are women that watch, and there are also dudes that watch, and that's what they want to see. So, what up? That's how it goes. The number one ranked, the number one searched, number one searched, adult entertainment star Lena Rhodes. I don't. I'm going to look up on my phone because I can't look up on here. She moved up three spots from last year, by the way. And she blew the competition away, no pun intended. No pun intended. Uh, Mia Khalifa? She's always going to be high because of... First off... Is she, she the one in sports radio now? Yes. She does a sports radio program with a former NBA player, and she's the one who... Did if you, Chad Kelly try to slide into her DMs? Yes. If you reach out and try to slide into her DMs, she will air it out because it gives her the the kind of attention she's looking for. Number three was Riley Reed. She likes black I, I was going to say, I was like, isn't that a right tackle that it's Riley Reef? No, no. She likes black guys. Um, number five, Brandy Love, which is just your typical adult entertainment that name, is, is it not? total false name. Oh, there's Lena Rhodes. Okay. What do you think? Um, She looks very adult entertainment-ish. Now, they I'm, all kind of have a generic look to them. Like, very, whatever hair color is, it's very vibrant and uh, very well endowed with uh, with enhancements. I moved down to number eight. Kim Kardashian was the eighth most searched name. Like, have we not gotten past that Ray J tape yet? No, you know what it is? There's an entire industry now of people that look like, like Kim Kardashian. Like, yes. And so that's what it gets tied into. So people will search for, oh, I need to find this. And that's what they're getting served up there. Now, we can go by countries for traffic. The top 20 countries in the world based on traffic. You uh, know, U- number U- one uh, USA. 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 Who do you think comes in at number two? Uh, I would have to imagine that it has to be another Western civil uh, civilization. I'm going to say Canada. So you're close. Canada comes in at number four, okay. and, and number three is the United Kingdom. Number five is France. Six is Germany. Seven is Italy. Some of it is just access to the internet, because if you have access to That's the internet, true. you will find your way over to adult entertainment. Japan is number two. It's a... China's not on it here. It is a very densely populated country that there is a, a all right. This is where I'm going to get super nerdy on you. So, <laughs> are, we, are we about to do Japanimation kind of thing? No, no. Oh, okay, when, when I was was finishing up my master's degree, there is a there's something called power distance. There is a a a way that society reacts to authority. For instance, in America, we look to reject it. We ask questions about it. You need to explain to me why I'm doing this. In Japan, especially with your elders. There is a uniformity to life. You're not supposed to question things. You're not supposed to do. You just follow what authority tells you to. Well, when you want to go ahead and get away from that, you're probably jumping into some adult entertainment. I'm just guessing that that's the way to blow off the stress of what you're expected to be about. Now, here's the interesting thing. Africa did not have any countries in the top 20. I guess that's because they don't have internet. No, they have internet, but it's not as it's not as regularly available in a lot of these a lot of these undeveloped countries. The you know the when somebody says, "Oh, they're third world," well. I don't know if you've ever been to... They don't have a, bathrooms. How to, do they have the internet? I don't know if you've ever been to one of those countries where it's pretty spotty cell service and internet. That's just how it goes. And nobody wants their porn buffering. No, like, no, that's no. That's the worst. That's such a downer. By the way, it's your adult entertainment. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. And that's just something you've got to go ahead and keep in mind. All right, let's finish this up with 
Uh, our fun segment that we're going to put together here. Uh, this is the compilation of the last six months worth of Digital Chuck, and we'll do that in just a minute. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Brian Hoyt and Carlos Medina. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. And this happens in morning radio. You might have somebody sleep in a little bit, okay? It happens. Now, at the time, you had home team who is capable of running the uh, the board, running and technically directing the show. He was traveling with Georgia State. Okay. Well, when the board op sleeps in, there's no one capable, but the show has to go on. So this is Nick and Chris who are trying to get through the first segment and go to break. We've cut this down. This lasted a total of six minutes. Ooh. Ran Hampton off the court. When we come back, I don't know how far Georgia State's going. But I can guarantee you one thing. They will be there on the final night. I'll tell you how when we come back. It's the Rude Awakening, Nick Cellini, and Chris Domino, and I guess we're just going to keep going right now. No way. Way. This is like a dream come true. I know. Our mics are off. Oh, no. I guess we're not going anyplace, oh, or are we? Oh. 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 No. I guess we're not going anyplace. Oh. Well, I don't think so. And I don't think we're back on. Oh, no. Are we back on? (laughs) I am not hearing anything in my headset, so I'm guessing we're on. Nobody's here, Chris. Let's be honest. Yeah, no. It's It's you and I, and it's poor Nick on the other side of the glass who's doing this right now. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if we're on. I don't know if we're off. I'm just going to keep talking. Oh, no. That's the audio fun bag. Oh, that went on for six minutes? Six minutes. Six minutes. All right, welcome back to the audio fun bag. He's Hoyt. I'm Lowe. So we're finishing up this podcast, Chapter 4 edition. Uh, and we're going to finish up with a little bit of audio fun bag fun. This is going to take, actually, a little bit of time. This uh, this piece of audio is a little bit long. Explain for the people out there how you put together Digital Chuck on a daily basis because I'm blown away by the amount of people that will text each other or tweet us when they hear them and say, "Wow, I've been I I I'm at the radio at 3:01 every day because I don't want to miss it." Well, if you don't know what Digital Chuck is, by the way, you're missing out. Be at the be at Chuck and turn off at three, and, and you'll enjoy Digital Chuck. Chuck will not talk for the first what two minutes of the show? Yeah, one minute of the show, ninety seconds, two minutes. And I like to see how long I can actually make it go. It obviously starts off at the beginning with "Hey Matt" because that's how we and and that that is a to explain. That is a drop. All of these are drops. Chuck is he's sitting in the studio, <laughs> but the show hasn't started for him yet. So Matt is already going, and it always starts with, let's say hey to my amigo. Let's say hey to Chuck Oliver. And the first thing you hit on your computer is, hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. And, th- and, and then the string begins. This would not work, by the way, and I have to give credit to Matt. This would not work if Matt was not as Fast and quick-witted as he is, he can he can move so quickly because we don't prep for this. The, mm-hmm. it, it, we make it a point not to tell them what's coming, and that's the thing that people don't understand. Matt has no idea what curveballs are about to come his way, and so you normally hear "Hey, Matt," followed by a non sequitur. Whether it's "Can I ask you a question?" or oh, "Can oh, I give you some advice?" Sure. or "Bad news," it's something that's setting Matt up and going to send Matt in a certain direction. Right. It's not going to be "Hey, Matt." Can I ask you a question? Did you watch the game last night? It's going to be, hey, Matt, can I ask you a question? 
What flavor underwear are your favorite? There's going to be something weird out there. And you'll hear there are terrible edits. There are some really good edits in there, but there are also some terrible, just crappy edits that I threw together last minute. That adds to the fun. Here's the thing that people don't understand, though. I've got like six or seven. It's almost like a choose-your-own-adventure because I'm not sure where Matt's about to take the conversation. When I play the first drop of, hey, Matt, what's your favorite type of underwear flavor? What? And so I don't know which way Matt's going to go off of that. And so I have to have two lined up. And then based off of Matt's response, I play the next one. And then based off of Matt's response, I play the next one. It's it's very difficult. I will say Chuck makes it easy when we go over on the Sports X and I just roll on Chuck for about 20 minutes. That's the reason to listen when we do Unbugged because the strangest things that end up airing on Chuck and Chernoff have been coming from Unbugged. Well, he thinks he's free over there. He thinks I don't have the ability to record over there and he's an idiot for it. Right. All the cocaine references and and you know being a contract killer or getting away with murder all of that comes <laughs> from conversations at like 6:30 on our small signal that there's not the response so he thinks he's fine and most of these come to me when I'm either in the shower or in the middle of the night and I will wake up and I will roll over and I will just write on my legal pad whatever just came to me in the middle of the night and I'll play it the next day which has normally worked. There was one time it did not work. No, it, was, it was it was signing day last year. Yeah, it was one time when he got up out of his chair and looked like he wanted to kill you. Without further ado, <laughs> let's get to Digital Chuck. <laughs> we'll go north of the border. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? How was the surgery? <laughs> I'm back. I'm alive. Transitioning to female. <laughs> I felt like that at some points this weekend. Did you cut penis off? <laughs> oh, there wasn't that mistake made. No, no, no. The long tip. Just the tip? Is that it? Is there more? They can bleed a lot, too, brother. <laughs> Braves in Toronto. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Guess what? What's that? I got a text message this morning from a friend of mine. What did it say? said, if you make eye contact with me, I will slap you. Oh, wow. That seems a little abrupt. That turned me on. Did it? I'm into freaky stuff. Listen, that's fine, Chuck. I don't judge. Everybody's into whatever they're into. That's cool. Like strangling a man. Listen, let your freak flag fly, brother. Hey, Matt. Hi, Chuck. Oh, hi, Chuck. How are you? Oh, no. It's the cops. What? Oh, no. It's the cops. What do they want? Quick, hide the hose. (laughs) Do we hide the hose? I don't know. Put them in the bathtub. (laughs) When you filled up all the other places you store your hose, all you've got left is the tub. Hey, Matt. How are you? Guess what? What's that? I'm into freaky stuff. It's fine. It's a Friday. Have a good weekend. But I don't want to have sex with you. Have you thought about it? Turn me down so quickly. No, as a matter of fact. Never waited out. Thought, all right, here are the pros. Chuck, I'm up. Having sex with Matt. Here are the good parts. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Will you do something for me tonight? I'll do anything for you. Send me naked pictures of your brother. Okay. That'd be the best he ever had. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know that I have any nakeds of my brother. He'd be calling me. That's... He'd be liking and favoriting. <laughs> Why would he be like? It's a naked picture. Never mind. Like he go on Yelp. Give me five stars. <laughs> Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Can I give you some advice? Uh, sure. I'm listening. You need to kill Ben. Uh, why? Search how to kill Ben on my computer, not your own, because they're going to confiscate your computer. How to kill Ben, not just how to kill. Okay. All right, I'll do that during the break. 20 bucks, I'll do it. (laughs) Hey, Chuck's a cheap date. 40 bucks, I won't. (laughs)
All right, I'm going to talk now, and we're not going to talk about Bip. Kelly and Ben. Uh-huh. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Guess what? What's that? I got a tattoo. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Congratulations. Where? My butt. Oh. Um, what's the uh, tattoo of? Home of the Whopper. <laughs> it's a new endorsement deal you didn't tell me about? That's... Enter here. <laughs> All right, I'm chucking. I'm sending it a break. Hey, Matt. How are you? Guess what? What's that? There's a new man in my life. Is there? Tell me about him. Tammy. Excuse me? Tammy. Timmy? Timmy's my Jewish friend. Oh, good. I'm glad you don't see religion. Mazel, mazel. (laughs) Good for you two, None of this stuff is connected. Very happy for you guys, you and Timmy Schwartz. Very good. Say hello to Chuck. Hey, Matt. Hi, Charles. You know what I did for the first time ever this weekend? What's that? A bra fitting. How'd that go? Had a custom bra maker there, and so I'm just stripping down, getting measured, trying on different bras. Oh, good. Listen, everybody spends their weekends in different ways. I'm not judging. I like everything firm and held in place, and that's just what I'm after. <laughs> Very good. So I have exactly uh, eight pairs. I have four gray and four black. How long are we going to go? <laughs> Any I'm colors? trying to be, like, sexy cool. After yesterday, I don't care. Why does this get... It was so embarrassing yesterday. Why does it uh, get longer every time? The, the hello, Chuck, gets longer. Yeah, hey, hello, Matt. Hello, Zen. Hello, everybody listening. Um, hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Guess what? What's that? I like to touch. All right, here, come here. I like to touch uh, your butt. All right, come here. Cover your butt. <laughs> Is that it? Yes, cover your butt. <laughs> okay, very good. Walking around with that juicy double exposed. <laughs> Raise one. <laughs> really? On the road against a good opponent. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Can I give you some advice? You know I love when you give me advice. Be the breakfast pig. <laughs> what does that mean? The chicken's involved. The pigs get gonorrhea. Never really heard that. Yeah, that's the uh, the old southern phrasing that never wrestle a pig because right. you both wind up covered in gonorrhea. That's a good point. Well, thank you for the advice. They can't get herpes. I know that. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Can I be respectful and say something? <laughs> you usually don't go the respectful route after saying it, but I'm all ears. I want to have sex with your wife. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Bl- I want to have sex with her, too, sometime. But I want to know how much it costs. Not cheap, but we're just, you know, listen, she uh, spends a lot. Amazon and Sue Lily. What? $15. <laughs> That's going to take more than that. $30. All right, we'll talk. So I will start this winning Monday by saying hello to me amigo, Charles Oliver. Hey, Matt. Hey, Chuck. I'm sad a little bit. No, don't be. What are you sad about? You didn't invite me to the sex party. Well, maybe next time. <laughs> you want to come? How can you have a sex party without me? Fair question. Will you I, invite me next time? Yes, I apologize. I'll, I'll put you on the get. We had a evite we sent out. We didn't put you on it. No, I don't want to hear any of your bullshit. Because you didn't invite me to the party. Oh, my goodness. I have no context for any of that. However, thank you for not inviting me to that party, apparently. that I'm upset you didn't invite me. Falcons won. That was good. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Guess what? What's that? I had sex with your brother. Oh, well, I hope you kids are happy. April Fool's. It's September. Guess what? What? I am intolerant of every other religion. Interesting to know. Thank you for sharing. April Fool's. Oh, okay. Guess there's what? A, I know there's always a third. What is it? I am having wings for dinner. Oh, all right. Well, good. April Fool's. <laughs> Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Can I give you some advice? Sure. First of all, don't do black guy voice. 
I didn't know I did black guy voice. Uh, secondly, <laughs> Matt, black guy voice. <laughs> I thought you told me not to. Please. What does that sound like? Uh, James <laughs> threw 33 passes. <laughs> April Fools. <laughs> Again with this April Fools. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? I have a question. Sure. President Kennedy was doing crystal meth. Is that right? Is that a question or is that an opinion? Because I don't really have any um, intel on that one. My thing is, is that the right? Was it meth? Is it crystal meth it was? I, I don't know. Uh, JFK, secret crystal meth addiction, demanded right. Yeah. Oh, you confirmed it. That must He's be a meth addict. Chuck just sourced his own story. Very good. Hey. Wow. Fraser Division Champs. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Can I give you some advice? Sure, I'm listening. You need Jesus. Yeah. Where do I find him? The black Jesus. Oh, I don't see color, Chuck. Get you a little life everlasting. All right. Is that now or after the show? It's the greatest gift. All you have to do is accept it. <laughs> I feel like that's advice for all of us, Chuck. It's, it's You've disappointed God. <laughs> you can get in line. Almost every word I said there <laughs> at previous time, almost every word I said there is true. Yeah. Let's <laughs> not start a holy war here. You're not wrong either. Hello, Atlanta. Good to see you on this Wednesday, this hump day. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for no, asking. No, I don't want to hear any of your well, Why did you start? ask? Oh, sorry. Get started. I'm trying to. Get it started in here. <laughs> Hi, Chuck. Hey, Matt. How are you? Question. What's that? Would you scratch my butt? Uh, I mean, if you want me to, come here. Oh, like Man, that? you just made me tingle. Good. In my square. <laughs> In what square? The no-no square. <laughs> well, that's just for you, Chuck, your no-no square. There's no tingling. <laughs> there's there's no tingling. There's no uh-oh oh. feeling. Is that what you get, the uh-oh feeling? In the no-no square. Yeah, there's no uh-oh feeling. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Guess what? What's that? I'm a little pregnant. Can you be a little pregnant? Chuck's crowning. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you have? It's a boy! Oh, yay! I'm an uncle! We'll start with the football in a moment. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Can I ask you a question? I think it's a great way to start the show. Are we supposed to go to break? Uh, not yet. We have some time. We have a few minutes. I think we're supposed to go to break. Do you want to go to break now? Oh, we got 10 minutes. All right, we're good. Okay, can I ask you a question? You can now. We have time. Um. Okay, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. It really sounded like you had something on your mind. That happens to the best of us. The age, we get older, we don't hey, remember. Matt. Oh, right here. Oh, there you are. Just 48 hours away from Choptober getting underway. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Bad news. No, oh, I don't want bad news to start the show. I'm in a good frame of mind. I quit. Oh, no. Right to start the show. April Fool's. Oh, get me on that April Fool's thing. You know why I'm not expecting it? You effing need me. I know. It's October, though. I don't. What a great time to pull an April Fool's prank, though. Yeah, until then, go get my dry cleaning. All right. You have a ticket? You lose I got no tickets. <laughs> you lose that ticket, and you are out of luck, man. I've been going to the same dry cleaner for a decade. I don't have my ticket. They look like they don't know me. Hey, Matt. Oh, hey, Chuck. You want to watch baseball tonight? I am. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm excited to be here. So am I. 
I am so excited. I may roll on my back and pee on myself. Listen, I'm not going to stop you if that's what it takes. You can't imagine how difficult it is to get excited about peeing on myself. I mean, listen, Chuck, different strokes, different folks. It's a game day. It's game one. Whatever you need to do to get fired up. I'll pee on myself. I don't care. Uh, Okay, I'm going to talk now because I I want to interject and say something that we all know. Hug me. Hold me. I'm so excited. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm sad a little bit. No, don't be sad, little buddy. The Braves lost yesterday. They did, but we get a game five tomorrow. It'll never get better. It's going to suck forever. No, but tomorrow it might get better. It's over. It's not. We have another game. Oh, no. No. Chuck, don't do it. Too much to live for. Hold on for one more day. I'm here. I'm good. Things can change if you hold on. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Bad news. What's the what bad news today? We're going to get hammered. Oh, that's so Don't even ne- play this game. Negative. April Fool's. Oh, my God. You got me again. <laughs> Very good. Na, 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 na. Chuck and Chernoff, the fan. Chuck Dowdle on a Friday before Georgia, South Carolina, really? Well, you're going to need to go to that card today, Hoyt, but nevertheless, always great to hear. I figure you saved Dowdle for Game 7, don't you? I mean, you, you save him for the important thing. Who the hell is that? Are you new around here? No. There's a show construct we have that we cannot break at any time. Well, we just did. Hi, Chuck. Hey, Matt. How are you? Can I ask you a question? I guess. What are you having for dinner? Uh, we're actually uh, having Mexican tonight. Uh, hang on, hang on. I want to go. You can come if you want. You want to go join us? I'm trying to lose weight, but vodka and tacos are just so good. I, I understand. I don't want to die, but I do want the tacos. I have the tacos. You don't have to have the vodka or you don't have to die. It's okay. Are you really going to Mexican tonight? On this Monday, let's all together say hello to Charles. Hey, Matt. Hi, Chuck. You know what I did for the first time ever this weekend? No, tell me. Watching superhero porn? Oh, I never thought about that. Why would Buckman a Superman fight? <laughs> I don't know. Where did you find it? Buckman get his ass kicked. Oh. <laughs> I didn't spend my weekend that way, but... That turned me on. I, I get it. It's fine. We all have different things we're interested in. Hi, Chuck. Hey, Matt. How are you? I can't hear myself. Uh, turn those knobs up right there. If I turn down the station, I won't hear you either. Okay, well, no, no, turn that other knob, the one next to it, the white one. If you need me to interrupt for some reason, just text me, okay? All right, I'll text you. I don't feel like we're going to have good timing, though, if I'm telling you to jump in. Okay. All right, this is going to be an awkward one. We're live. (laughs) There's the text. We're live at at Loud Security Systems. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm sad a little bit. Over what? It's hump day. It is, but that means Thursday and Friday close. Nothing feels good today. Stop talking. Oh, all right. I'm in a horrible mood. How do we get you out of it? I have a sour puss right now. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting Carlos. Interrupting Carlos who? Where are the high school girls at? (laughs) I imagine at high school. Hello, Atlanta. Happy Friday. Let's all say hello to Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Can I ask you a non-sports question? Uh, sure, why not? Do you want to role play? I mean, I, I guess I could. You play the role of the naked wife. Which one? Eva Braun? <laughs> wow, this is really a role play. No, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to be him again. <laughs> Excuse me? Let me be the woman this time. All right, Chuck. I mean, I feel like we share too much with the audience what happens behind the scenes. But... Role play so that I can be Hitler. Is that what you have me set up for? Thank you, Brian Hoyt. Listen, people... Why would that even occur to you? Hello, Charles. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm whacked out of my mind on pharmaceuticals. Really? Oh, there's a banana. Let's crawl over there and jump on it. 
How did this happen? Jeez. All right. So I am not in the mood for y'all today. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Bad news. No, no, no. No bad news to start the show. You're a bigot. Oh, <laughs> you can't prove that. That's me. Are you the bigot or am I the bigot? I'm racist, a xenophobe, and I am intolerant of every other religion. Listen, as long as you play from the top of the deck, Chuck, and we know where you're coming from, we could at least deal with that one. Okay, but you're a bigot. I'm a bigot. I'm those other things. You're a racist? What were the other things? Xenophobe. Xenophobe. And I am very intolerant. All right, very good. Well, this is the show for you folks. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Bad news. No, no, no. I'm in a good mood. What's that? I have naked pictures of your brother. Oh, wow. How'd you end up with those? He was naked in the hotel hallway. Oh. Well, do what you will with them. Okay, so we've established that he is not rolling with a covered wagon. <laughs> is that what we've established? I wouldn't know. All right, let's move on. Let's, uh... Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm going to ask a stupid question. Well, what's different about that? You want to be slimed? Early in the show or later? It's got to be the right girl. Oh, I was thinking something totally different. I was drunk when I said that. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Uh, hello, Charles. What? I just said hi. No need to have an attitude. What? I, I, how are you doing? I just hi. I'm in a horrible mood. What? I don't know. There's no reason why. No, it's I don't a- want to hear any of your bullshit. Just start. <laughs> oh, no. All right, it's good that Hoyt had the uh, beep ready to go right there, or else things could have taken a turn. Get started. All right, well, while Chuck gets his thoughts collected, I'm why don't we g- <laughs> give you the hot list? Uh, uh, give me the hot list. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Guess what? What's that? I saw Yante Maiden. Former Georgia small forward? Where? In the alley next to the dumpster, smoking. Oh, that's kind of cool. What was he doing up here? Why wouldn't he just smoke by his house? He didn't want none. Oh, you were getting threatening with him a little bit, huh? Yante Maiden. You never know who you'll see around the Dickey Complex. Former Georgia small forward, Yante Maiden. Chuck- I, I haven't seen Yante Maiden like twice in my life, maybe. Well, but you know what? Now you did, so it's an exciting no, time. I, I, I Smoking by the dumpster. Let's all say hello to Charles together. Hi, Chuck. Hey, Matt. How are you? Guess what? What's that? Crop dusting makes me happy. Listen, whatever works, man, that's okay. I'm not going to judge you. Oh, oh boy. Got him. <laughs> it's one of those times I'm not brokenhearted that we're not in the same place. On this Friday, we say hello to Charles. Hey, Matt. Whoa, whoa, what's wrong with your voice? No, no, hang on. Ah, uh, hey, Matt. You okay? Bad news. What's that? Your lady embarrassed to be with you. <laughs> you have no idea. You want to know why? Tell me. Your mole. <laughs> But first, we say hello to Charles Oliver. Hey, Matt. Hi, Chuck. Can I ask you a question? Shoot. Did you make a resolution this year? I did. I think I might want to slim down, try to look a little better in 2020. If you're looking to drop a few pounds, I can't recommend cocaine fast enough. I hadn't considered that. I wouldn't even know where to get it. All the cocaine. What if I just wanted to have some of the cocaine? Hang on. Stop talking. (laughs) No, not in the studio. No! Chuck. Wow, that's a first in radio history. Atlanta radio history, people, somebody cutting no, and then snorting. No, no, people get the wrong impression. Things taken out of context, me quoting other individuals. All right, there we go. There's Digital Chuck, and there is Audio Fun Bag Chapter 4 Edition. So we're going to air that as I, I don't know when you're going to listen to this. We're planning on airing it Friday this week. So you'll get a chance to hear it on the the big station if you want to. Can I do a self-promotion? Yeah, self-promote. I will, I will be at the pit. The pit? Everybody gets laid at the pit. No, um... Self-promotion. 
We're on iTunes now? Yes, we're on iTunes right now. And you can rate us. I don't care what you rate us. The rating has been good. Um, we want reviews, too. Yeah, so reviews and rate stuff. us. And I don't even care if you say we suck and it's one star. Right. Just give me something at least. What we're trying to do is we want to get to the point where we can air whatever we want to. And right now we can't because... Because of steak. We got to make it such an overwhelming success that we can just basically tell people this is what we're doing and that's just how it's going to be. So help us out with that. All right, we'll talk to y'all next week. You can edit that part I set out.